Hello, I'm Kenny Smith, and this is The Best Story I've Heard Today, a podcast for news junkies. We know you can't possibly see all of the great content being produced, so we're bringing you a story that you might have otherwise overlooked. Our guests each day tell us about the best story they found today, and today we're pleased to welcome back to the show Dr. Lauren Smith, a sports media scholar at Indiana University. Lauren, thanks for joining us again. Thanks for having me. Tell us about the story you found today. Tell us why the rest of it should read it as well. The story I found is a story. It's a story from NPR titled The Oldest Known Message in a Bottle Was Found in Australia, and it talks about a bottle that washed on shore, a bottle from 1886 from a German ship that was found from a Australian walking along the beach. Thought it was a nice looking bottle. Thought it would be interesting. Picked up the bottle and when they got it home, discovered a note inside written from 1886. Voices from the past were talking to them. Yes, voices from the past. They were hoping it might be a love letter, but alas, it was not. What was the letter? (laughs) I'm I'm dying to know. I am so glad you asked. It was a letter that was talking about naval experiments that the German Navy was doing that falls along in line with traditionally what messages in the bottle were used for experiments, naval experiments, current research, not current events research, but <laughs> ocean current research. Mm-hmm. And so this seems to fall in line with um, experiments that the German Navy was doing at the time. Does this note stand in isolation? Do we know more about that particular vessel and what they were trying to do, anything like that? The story talks about when they were um, trying to authenticate the note you know, because anybody could throw a note in the ocean and date it 1886 or 18, whatever, for the notoriety. But um, in the process of authentication, it seems as though this was something that the Germans were doing at a time that they were dropping thousands of bottles in the ocean, looking at coordinates, looking at where it was. This particular note um, asked the finder when they did find it to state where it was found, um, when and where it was found, so they could track the bottle, track where it was going, track the currents of the ocean, the coordinates, and, and all of those. Now, German vessel... Mm-hmm. bottle found in the 21st century on the coast of Australia. Where was it dropped approximately? Obviously, if you're in the ocean, that's a that's a general statement. But From what they can tell or what they, what they were able to discern, it looks like they dropped it fairly close to the um, shores of Australia. So it doesn't look like it, they dropped it from Germany. It traveled halfway around the world to get to Australia. It looks like it was dropped in fairly close proximity and and you know, spoiler alert, not that I don't want anybody to read this article because it's really a neat little thing, but the article does go on to say that it doesn't look like it floated around for hundreds and hundreds of years. It, it, they said in the process of authentication and, and looking at it that it looks like it washed up not that long on shore and that it stayed on shore um, buried probably for the majority of, of this time span. Yeah, you see that headline and you want this to be some romantic thing that it's just bopping along. and For, finally it's- for over 100 years, this bottle floated around the world seeing all the seas and all of the sights, but it turns out it probably probably sat on a beach in Western Australia for the majority of that time. Yeah, and then maybe a storm turns over some of the sand and then some walkers find it. It's been there for a while, they think, on the beach. They do, and, and another interesting part was that, um, that apparently the bottle didn't have a top, so pretty remarkable that because when they found the bottle, it was full of sand. The note was damp. They said they originally couldn't read the note at first because it was damp. So to have survived the time, the sand, the water... And for this note to still be readable, survived, not disintegrate with water if there was no top in the bottle. It's pretty, pretty amazing. So what's going to happen to the actual message itself now? Well, if it were me, I would put it back in a bottle and send it back around the world. But for history... Just to mess with people. (laughs) Maybe like go somewhere else and drop it near the shore. Right. Because I wonder, since this is now the oldest message in a bottle, if they drop it and it travels back around the world, does that... 
does that still continue to be? <laughs> we find it 50 years from now. That would be me. But Call but, the people at Guinness and we'll find that out, sure. <laughs> but for history's sake, it is, is going to be displayed in a museum. Okay, so let's say that you're not conducting an experiment, but you're going, have you ever done a message in a bottle? I don't think I have. I, okay. I'm trying to remember back to my childhood. I know I've, I've thought about it, but... Seems like a good childhood lesson if you're near for all, for all near the time coast. I for all the time I spent around the ocean growing up I'm I'm sort of surprised that a memory like that isn't jumping out at me of, of doing this so let's say you're not conducting some scientific experiment here but you're gonna put a message in a bottle and, and drop it somewhere what kind of message would you leave for sting and, and the police to find later are you <laughs> are you asking my current age or are you asking me as a child because if because if it's my let's do both. <laughs> Uh, probably, probably as a child, probably something more innocent. You know, if you find this, tell me who you are and where you are, just so I could see how far the bottles traveled. We can be BFFs. Um, you know, if, if it's me mm-hmm. now and and more my my wicked sense of humor, I might say, <laughs> "It's Amelia Earhart, and this is where I am. Come find me." <laughs> see, <laughs> so maybe I, something a little bit more uh, willing to mess with people. I, 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 yeah, and, and she's using like modern, you know, plastic Pepsi bottles or something. Well, right? of course. Yeah. Well, not no. It would have to be bottle or glass. Something you, authentic. Well, look, we don't not being a hundred percent sure where she is. We don't know what her resources were, but or if she's got any bottles out there. That's true. Yeah. See, I thought I would go the other way with the wicked thing. I would write a bottle. I would write a note from the future, <laughs> and just to see. This bottle has passed through the Bermuda Triangle or something like that. But that that could backfire because if you write it from the future, you date it for like 2032, but nobody finds it until 2045, then all of a sudden your grand plan has backfired. That's true. Because then it's just a message from the past. The Amelia Earhart version is a much better idea. (laughs) A message from the future past. (laughs) And your verb tense is all messed up. Well, that would probably be a problem if I was resorting to the last ditch effort, the desperation mode of right. writing a message in a bottle right. to come save me off some island somewhere. Right. But, what? you know, in, in, in looking at a message in a bottle research, like I said before, we like to think is this romantic notion of love letters and, and things sent out to sea. But, but a lot of it was really based in scientific scientific research. But, you know, there have been instances of messages in bottles sent from, um, you know, tragic instances. There was a message in a bottle that washed up supposedly from a passenger on the Titanic. Not primarily just but research, but, you know, people have used them for last words, last message to loved ones. So, And now practical jokes, thanks to you. Practical jokes. Hey, if you can't have fun with a message in a bottle, then... Then you just don't understand how to appreciate <laughs> the music of, of the police. He sends out an SOS to the world. <laughs> and really, that's what all this is about. What, what are we trying to study with science? Just the drift of currents, right? This bottle is going to go somewhere. The drift of currents, where, where things are going, um, water patterns. I mean, you know, back, back in the early scientific times, you know, they didn't have radar. They didn't have the tools and technology that, that we had today. They, they went with the, the simplest tools they had available, and that was messages in a bottle. You think your, your research is challenging in the sense of you've got to get people to, to come in and take part in your, your, your programs of study. This is just dropping thousands of bottles or hundreds of bottles and hoping. Right. And obviously, this being a 100-plus-year-old bottle, the science is probably concluded. No one from that ship survives. It's strictly a historical artifact. Now, I want them to enter this somehow into the pre-existing German nautical research and see what we come up with. Is there any way we're doing that here? <laughs> Maybe, but, but from a research standpoint, if they did drop it, what, a couple hundred miles off the coast of Australia, and it washed up on the coast of Australia, that's probably, to me, disappointing research. Didn't go very far. I mean, when we think about the span of the ocean and, and the currents, 
probably would want to see a bigger drift, a little bit more data, a little bit more evidence behind it. And instead, you have this bottle that went, what, a couple hundred miles and then sat on the shore for for a couple or a hundred or so years. That's that's as a researcher to me, that's disappointing. <laughs> that is that is a not a good finding for my hypothesis. And now we're going to be haunted by German naval officers. Well, you might be haunted by a lot of people. We don't know how many more bottles are out there. That's a spooky thought to end on right there, I think. The name of the article is The Oldest Known Message in a Bottle Found in Australia. Fascinating little story. You can find that on the NPR website. We've got links to that story and to Dr. Lauren Smith as well below the audio player. Lauren, thanks again for being with us today. Thanks for having me. This is the best story I've heard today. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll roll it up tiny in a bottle and share it with others. Thanks for listening. We look forward to sharing stories with you again very soon. I'm Kenny Smith. Hey, thanks again for listening to the best story I've heard today. And here's a bit more news for you. You can hear this show on our host site, podbean.com. But the best story I've heard today is also syndicated now on sites like Stitcher and Google Play. Just go to those sites and search the best story I've heard today. You can find us on podbean.com, on Stitcher, and on Google Play. The best story I've heard today.